Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Jay Lucci. I am back with another episode of the Park Car Conversation. This is episode number 17. If this is your first time tuning in or you're coming back, the Park Car is a vulnerable place. You're in a park car with your brethren's and you always have these deep, deep conversations. Sometimes they're uncomfortable. Sometimes they're hard to digest. And today I'm about to have a park car with myself. This is a conversation that I can't believe I'm having. I never wanted to have it. Um, but today this conversation is going to be on how I watched my grandmother take her last breath and how I'm dealing with grief. I've been in a daze with everything. This is a moment in my life that I was prepped for because my grandmother was obviously older, but this is not something I ever wanted to do. I never wanted to be able to, you know, say goodbye. I never wanted to live a life without her. I really never wanted to have to experience that pain of losing her because I knew it would suck. I knew it would really, really, really suck. And so today I'm just going to dive in to share with you guys what grief has been feeling like for me. And... The Parker Conversation is just a place where we talk about things that I want you guys, and that's the most important thing for me. This is the reason why I started this podcast series is because I just feel that a lot of time we lack meaningful conversations. We lack the ability to get together with people and talk about other things other than gossip or, you know, news, entertainment, sports. Like, let's talk about, like, how people think. Let's talk about how people are feeling about things. Like, what's their perspective, right? And that's how we grow and evolve in life. And these are conversations that you can have with just about anybody. For those of you who have been following my socials for many years, you guys know that I'm super open with my family, with my friends, with my life, with my child. Like I've been super open and transparent about a day in the life of me, like whether just I'm just posting, you know, catching things on my phone, posting them, boom, in the, you know, in the house or out on the road, whatever it may be. And I lost my grandmother recently. It's like when people ask me how I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm in great spirits. I'm at complete peace about, you know, her timing. Uh, She had to go. Uh, I think perhaps I'm like the way I'm dealing with grief is that life seems so busy, you know, like after she passed away, then there was funeral arrangements. And then, you know, people were at the house. People are always calling you. People are, you know, sending their condolences. And that's warm. And then after the funeral, everything kind of just stops, you know, life life resumes for, you know, everyone else. And then for the people who are like very intimate with this person that you've just lost. Like we were in the house together for pretty much my entire life. Uh, Now I just have to get used to life without seeing her around. So I think that because I have my son and he keeps me so busy that I am, I haven't had that moment of just like breakdown and maybe I'll never have that moment. But if I do have that moment, I will embrace it full heartedly because uh, grief is something that's, you know, there. there's no blueprint on grief. Like someone asked me my DMs, how do you deal with grief? And last time I dealt with like a very close grief in my family, which is my grandfather who passed away in 2014. Uh, I took it hard, man. Like I, I stopped going to school for a month. I was in university. Like I stopped going. I almost failed all my classes. Like I had to talk to all my profs and, you know, make extra accommodations to get me, myself back on track. I was just really down in the dumps. 
And I think this time around, thankfully, I started to go to the gym. Shout out to my girl, Samantha, for getting back in the gym. But I've been in the gym every morning, right? 7 a.m. So uh, I feel like if I didn't have that physical of that physical push that I'm starting to feel good, um, I would feel a lot more sluggish because life has just, you know, this is how life goes. I just want to share some things that I'm thankful for uh, experiencing my grandmother in such a close way. So my popo made sure we were good. That woman made sure me and my sister were good. Her and my grandfather, they put out for us. And when I say that, like, like, you know, my family, we didn't come from much. And so when, like, my mom, you know, didn't have a lot to, you know, give me and my sister... My grandfather and my grandma made sure that we never went without. Like, they would slip me, you know, some money here and there to go get food. They let us stay at their house our entire lives. They used to bring us to school every day, pick us up. My grandmother used to put me to sleep every day when my mom was out and about. My mom was a hot girl, okay? My mom was a hot, hot foot. I love her to death, and that's where I get my spice from. If you guys think it's my dad, it's really my mom at the court. (laughs) So, you know, like... To say the least, it's like my my grandparents were very involved. My popo was very involved. So uh, it's right right now. Actually, it seems so surreal that I, I'm speaking about her in the in the past, and you know, because it's for me. My my popo was a second mother. My my popo was somebody who took care of me. My popo was somebody that I spoke to every single day. She was somebody that I saw every single day. Um, she was someone that I knew loved me more than the majority of the people in my life like she had a deep 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 love and all I can hope and pray for my life moving forward is that I continue to make her proud in the things that I do so this time around what I'm really going to do is take my grief and turn it into power right because I want to just share with you the last day that she was alive um because of COVID restrictions, people weren't allowed to be in the room. So it was just me, my sister, my mom, my uncle, and my aunt that were allowed to be in the room. We made sure we had the video calls going for our entire family. So everyone was like still video called in. But being there with her was an experience that I I, 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 I I'm so appreciative that I was there. Um as much as it sucked to to witness somebody like transition from the physical and you know take their new new form and take their eternal rest um i'm so thankful that my sister had said like listen you stay overnight like i think it'll be more meaningful or more powerful to you to you know stay with her so the entire day like we, we each got our one on one time to go in uh just to you know just talk with her and she had an oxygen mask on that was very tight, very tight, like pumping oxygen into her body. Um, and my grandmother, my grandmother, like she knew that we were prepped for this moment. We had spoken about it. So obviously having that relation with someone so close, um, you know that we had we had to have these conversations over the years, like, you know, when it's her time to go, what would happen after she went. And I think 
when you're actually faced with that moment, thankfully, like this is this is a concept that I'm actually so thankful for. Like at least at at the very least, we knew that it was coming. Like it wasn't like something happened tragically and some people don't get to say goodbye ever. Some people just leave the house in the day and they just never come home and their TV still on and whatever the case is. Right. So um Having that those last few days to just prep, right? Uh, and those last moments, man, to to say that I was just almost like just like at a loss for words, right? Um, because there's all these things that I wanted to say to her that I've I've said. She knew how much I loved her, she knew how much I appreciated her, but there's all these things that I wanted to say and I couldn't get the words out because I was choking up like I didn't want her to see me cry because I didn't want her heart to feel unsettled as she left. I didn't want her to feel as if like, you know, I was going to be a complete mess. I was so shook because I actually just started breaking down like I'm crying. I'm wiping my eyes. My, my This hand is on like her bed. And all of a sudden I just feel like snatch. Like I like was so shook. Like she just grabbed my hand, like found the strength, picked up her hand. This is a woman who's like almost like, I mean, she's dying the same day. Like she don't have energy like that, you know, she can't like it just mind blowing. And she grabbed my hand and she just like rubbed, like she got her, her thumb just was able to like rub my hand to console me. After that moment, the strength that she gave me in that moment, the rest of the evening that we had with her, it was just like strength. Like if, if that woman didn't give me strength, I don't know what else to describe it. Like she gave me like just the security and the, the peace in my mind to know that like, listen, I don't have to be afraid for her. She was ready. Like, we would ask her, like, are you are you ready to go? And she would, like, shake her head. I would say, okay, like, when we take the oxygen mask off, you're going to have to fight. Are you ready to fight? She would shake her head. We would ask her, like, do you want to keep the mask on? She would say, shake her head, say no. You know, so she knew that um, she was ready to, to either, like, fight, give her body one last try on this earth. And so um, I was going to stay overnight, me and my uncle, and that was really special. She was able to, you know, tell me, like, whisper certain things to me very soft. Like, it was so special for our family. We got some of it on camera so you can hear her. And for me, it was one of my older cousins that messaged me that said, you know what? I know Popo loved you a lot. And your gift back to her was your son. Because the way this woman loved my child, it was like... She she said it all the time, like, she was just living at this point because she wanted to see his next steps. Like, she wanted to, you know, see him be able to to uh, to crawl, then to walk, then to talk, right? And the one of the last videos I showed her of Z, it was Z sitting in the car, like, saying a bunch of words. I was saying a bunch of words, and he was, like, imitating it back. And her eyes, like, lit up. And then she started to cry. Like my uncle took a tissue and wiped her eyes, like two tissues, just like wipe them, wipe them. Like that's what she wanted to see. And she got to see it. Uh, she got to say bye to everybody on FaceTime. Like we were like, do you hear them? She would say, yeah. Seeing my grandmother transition, like I, I don't actually feel that she felt any pain towards the end. Like I think that gives me comfort, like being able to see someone's last moments 
she wasn't even there. Like that was when her when when she actually passed. It was just her vessel doing its thing. Like her soul, her spirit had already risen from her body. Like I firsthand saw that transition when she went from like cognitive being able to reply to just like not there anymore. And so it's interesting. Like I've seen someone's first breath with my son and I've seen someone's last breath. I had a moment few days after she passed away where I physically felt sick in my knees. I was like, I could feel it in my knees. I would say I was nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, like the moment I'm born, the moment I'm born, I have to deal with that. No matter what, like that's something I can't escape. I'm going to have to deal with that. And some people don't get the privilege of having such a peaceful uh, death experience. Some people are actually in a lot of pain and a lot of suffering. Right. And so I just said to myself, I was like, listen, went to the shower and I said, listen, I had to talk one-on-one talk with God. And I said, God, I trust you. And I trust that before it's my time to go, that you will allow my body, my spirit to transpire into the next phase so that whatever it is my body has to go through in the last moments, I don't feel it. I really don't feel like she's left me. Like I, I catch myself at nighttime. I, like I, I teach Z the language that she spoke, which is Hakka. And when I'm you know, telling him to say in Hakka, like, you know, ngai hao siak ni, popo, like, when he says that, I literally think that her, my grandfather, like whenever I think about them, they're like sitting in a corner of like my room, just tapping in. If she's explaining to him because he wasn't able to meet him, explaining to him all about my son. And I know that she's like happy. Like I feel actually very warm. I don't feel like she's too far. For me, it's like the end of the era. Right. It's like, again, some people won't ever get to uh, be or won't ever be able to relate to me on this. Some people who experience their grandparents very, very closely, like I have, will. It's like saying goodbye to your parents. For me, it was saying goodbye to my mom. It's saying goodbye to someone who I'm with every day for my entire life. I, I, I knew it was happening and I didn't reach out to a lot of my closest friends at all. The second day after she passed away, when, you know, all the families at the house... I was very quiet. I stayed in my room. I, I didn't feel like talking to anyone. And all those things in grief, they're okay, you know? And I'm fortunate that my grandmother lived until 90 years old. Like, I re- I can't ask for anything more, you know? I've seen people who have lost their life a lot younger, who weren't able to, you know, leave such a, a legacy of family and, you know, grandchildren and great-grandchildren behind so to say that I'm appreciative of her entire life is an understatement you know there's a lot of you guys I want to say a lot of you guys like that was like so heartwarming and I'm pretty sure I try to reach out to most of you um and reply just saying like the fact that so many of you hit me up to say that over the years you've you know watched the videos of me and my grandmother to think that you actually feel like you know her and you know the the grief that I was ha- I was experiencing you felt a bit of it uh that was comforting that just goes to show like the impact that she and the lifelong lasting impression that she's left is like it's, she's a monument she's a monument in my life so every single day I just want to continue to honor her I want to continue to honor the life that she lived I'm so thankful that so much people um, have been able to, you know, have a glimpse of who she was, her relationship with my son. Like, that was special to me. What I will say with grief is that people grief in a bunch of different ways. Make sure you reach out to people who are grieving because some people 
have a very hard time and some people don't know how to deal with things and some people don't have a support and depending on who they lose uh, their their world might it doesn't feel like they can continue again it, it feels suffocating one thing that stood with me and I said in both days is that even though the home that I've known my entire life doesn't feel the same I know my heart will always be just as full and so this is one of those things in life that I we just got to keep the ball moving you know we learn to adapt uh this is a time in my life that I never wanted to experience I never 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 like who wants to say goodbye you know lucky enough like I've been able to um love somebody so much that saying goodbye seems so hard but we did it and I'm proud of her I'm really proud of my grandma my grandma fought real real hard right down to the end so the way she went I was like gangster like ah uh, like you know Whew. I'll share with you one last thing I don't wanna make this too long this is just about experiencing grief what my grief looks like I'm one of those people that are like I kind of like, not gory, but I kind of like to know details about like how things happen and what were, you know, their final moments like. Like I'm one of those people. So if you're one of these people, then you could probably appreciate a video like this. And if not, then, you know, that's cool too. Just a different perspective, right? And the last, mm, I I noticed that her, her, she wasn't breathing as much and it was just me and my uncle in the room. And I called the nurse and I said, listen, I she, I don't know. Something's going on, but she doesn't seem like she's breathing how she's supposed to be breathing. Can I call to, you know, get my sister, my mom, my aunt to come? And in between, she said, okay, I'm going to go find out. In between that time, I called my sister. I was like, listen, the nurse has to go find out, but it's time. You got to come, right? And for all that my grandma did for me my entire life, the least I could do for her is just, just, just be the strong woman that she raised me to be. I said, I said, I was, you know, coaching her through it. Like, listen, Popo, if these are your last twenty, your last twenty breaths on this earth, give me a good last twenty. <gasps> Breathe with me, you know. I coached her through the last twenty. She hung on. My sister, and my mom, and my aunt were able to get there. Her oxygen stopped. Her oxygen stopped at 10.48 and her heart didn't stop till 11.05. She got a strong heart. And so my tribute to my grandmother for, you know, the legacy that she's left, for the love that she's left in my life, for the impression that she's left on our entire family is that I'm going to just boss up and do the things that I've always wanted to do in life. I'm going to live a full life. God willing, God grant me the ability to continue to see every day that I do and, you know, live it to the fullest and, you know, take advantage of the opportunities that I'm given. I'm going to take a chance on myself. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I, I don't come from a weak, I don't come from a weak, you know, lineage of blood. There, there That's strength in that woman's blood. Like the, the strength that she gave me, like the send off that we were able to give her and the send off that we were able to watch her take. She left a lot of strength. That's one thing I said. And, and I just kept saying to her, I'm proud of you, Poe. I'm proud of you. You did a good job, okay? In those last moments, I was always kept saying to her, I'm like, I'm proud of you. You're doing a good job. You did a good job. You did a good job. You did a good job. It's okay now. It's time to take your rest, okay? 
time to take your rest. So uh, I'm a, a complete peace knowing that my grandmother is resting peacefully. I know that she, her, you know, her spirit, her soul was reunited. You know, this this physical body, this physical vessel that we have, it's just borrowed. Like just seeing how like whole the body turns so fast, you know. Just, you know, sitting there, like, feeling her skin and, like, gradually, you know, having her feet and her hands and everything just go cold. You know, it's like, it's not a spooky thing. So while we have our physical and while your physical is in good health, we never take this good health for granted. Never take that for granted. Because there's a lot of people out there who don't have good health and every single day is not certain for them. And there's mothers out there who have sick children and there's children out there who are without parents. And there's all these type of things. Like, every single day that you're here on this earth... Please be thankful that you have life and please do the best. Like if, if you're trying to get somewhere, if you have goals and visions, right? Like if every single day you you sit there and you don't do nothing different, you're not getting a different result. Like you got to you gotta do something different today. You got to work towards your goal. Do something today that's going to help you get to where you're going to go. Because like in the grand scheme, life is so short. You know, I never want to leave my kid. I never want to leave the people that I love. But, you know. When the day comes and I take my rest, I just want, you know, to know that and the people around me to know that I've lived a good life. And so my grandmother lived a good life and I'm happy for that. I'm appreciative of that. She's lived a real good life. And this was my episode on grief, y'all. I just wanted to share with you guys. Just wanted to share with you guys. God bless. Parker episode 17. (laughs) 